as, as much as it thrills me to talk about sex with my brothers, thanks for that. Welcome to What's in the Fridge, the podcast where we don't actually talk about food, but rather everything else. It's about all the things that we want to preserve in our brain fridges to share with each other. My name is Philip. And I'm Christine. And I'm Brian. And I am Jeff. Guys, that was so good. <laughs> we finally did it. We, we finally did it. Did yeah. it. Um, this week, this is episode five. Uh, we're back to Jeff um, doing doing the episode. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we've done one full rotation. I think everyone did really good. Um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so t- we're doing this thing. We explain it to people. Um, whoever reads the intro, which was me, gets to pick whoever gets to pick the person who asks the. What's in the fridge question? question. Yeah, the you said titular. That's weird. <laughs> that's um, not going to be the theme. worst thing. That's not going to be the worst thing. I know. Just get no. used to it. You got to get. You got to get. get no, this no, out no. Of your system. No, I'm just. You think that I, that's not in my system? Listen, I have the most cast language after out of any of us. So I was just just a joke. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Christine, ask the question. Yeah. All right, Jeff, Please. I know you've been very excited for this all day. So may I ask you, yeah. what's in the fridge? The, the fridge uh, has has gone bad. Let's so just scared. put it that way. No, <laughs> he was giggling at his computer yeah. all day today. <laughs> and uh, I want to talk about, I just want to talk about briefly, you know, not briefly, in depth of what makes what's bad erotica you know we were talking about if last week i think it's a good segue you know is the last jedi good you know but what about bad bad things and maybe eventually we'll get to the question of you know let's we'll talk about what makes good art good literature so i want to talk about bad erotica though i don't know if you guys know this but the literary review i don't know what this organization does apparently they <laughs> review things but they have an annual award for bad sex award in, er- in erotica and i just want to read this to you <laughs> and i want you guys all of you to provide your opinion and decide which one is the worst there's six six essential there's paragraphs six of- that that I'm going to read to you here. I love this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes, seven. Are these all, you said there's seven paragraphs? Seven seven essential paragraphs of what is the nomination for the worst sex writing? Um, Are they according to this? Are they all from this year? These are from books. These are from books. One book or multiple books? Multiple books, multiple books. Okay. All right, so this is Scoundrels, The Hunts for Hans Clapp by Major Victor Cornwall and Major Arthur St. John Trevelyan. All right, here we go. Empty my tanks. I I begged breathlessly as as once more she began drawing me deep inside her pleasure cave. Her vaginal ratchet moved in a concertina-like waves slowly chugging my organ as a boa constrictor swallows its prey. Jeff! Soon I was locked in, balls deep, ready to ground down by the enameled pepper mill within her. What? Pepper mill! <laughs> Is that over? Please, if you yes, that, that, that's, that's That's it. That's it. Okay, can you repeat the name of that? Uh, Scoundrels. Scoundrels the Hunt for Hans Clapp. Please don't tell me you're Googling this. I'm making an Amazon wish list as we speak. How the heck did they put Pepper Mill into that? 
They're trying <laughs> to get this award. Oh, they're that's what's so no, they aren't trying. This is just they they no. pick it out. They pick it out. I don't think you want this award. This is you know, it's sort of like the Razzies. I, I don't know if you guys know what the Razzies are, but they're the anti Oscars. I do, yep. yes. Yes. Uh, I love those too. This is the same, say, yeah. you know. <laughs> All right. All right. So All right. You, you guys got to rank it. Okay. I want you I want your rank. Okay. So write this down. So that's scoundrels, okay? Scoundrels, <laughs> plural. Scoundrels, the hunt for Hans Clef. That was that's what that was the first one was. Okay. So now we have Katarina by James Frey. All right, here we go. I'm hard. <laughs> fucking, fucking her on the bathroom sink. Her tight little black dress still on her thong on my floor. My pants on my knees. Our eyes locked. Our hearts and souls and body lock. Come inside me. Come inside me. Come inside me. <laughs> Oh God! Blinding, okay. breathless, shaking, overwhelming, exploding, white God. I come inside her, my cock throbbing. We're both moaning, eyes, hearts, souls, bodies. One, one, white God. Come, come, come. I close my my eyes and let my, out my breath. Come. Oh my God! I'm uh, I'm God. I'm so I'm sweating so much right now. <laughs> that sounded like um, modern internet poetry, but with you know, oh yeah. Poetry. And uh, um, by the way, that was the, the when I was reading consecutively. That was all one sentence. There was no. There was only oh. one one comma in that whole sort of like. Yeah. Stream and then the rest were like, yeah, it's a stream of consciousness. It's just, it's, yeah, yeah. I love it. All right. Katarina by James Frey. That's what that was. Katarina? Yes. Next one. Connect by Julian Gouge. All right. Here we go. Gouge. Okay. This one's fucked up. All right. Here we go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sorry. This one's fucked up. Okay. <laughs> he drops the bra to the floor, looks up into her eyes. It's too much. He kisses her chin, her mouth and their tongues touch. Oh, too much. He slips his lip free with the soft suck, moves his kiss, moves up to kiss her strong nose on one side, then the other, then it's hard and soft at once. He moves back down till he's level with her breasts. They're small, she says, surprisingly shy, apologetic. They're perfect, he says. <laughs> he kisses them, teases a nipple with his lips. It's so soft, then suddenly hard. Wow. He sucks on the hard nipple. He has never done this before, and yet, no. Wait, of course, it is totally familiar. It is the oh, no. first thing he ever did. Oh my god. He <laughs> feels the huge change in meeting and status. It is as it is as though he had grown up in a single suck. Everything transformed. And yet nothing has changed at all. He sucks at a nipple as he lies on a bed. And it's 18 years later. He sucks at a nipple as he lies on a bed. And his childhood falls away from him like a burned oh. out booster stage from a rocket. It's fuel up. He is now in orbit around a different planet. Jeff, I, 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 this is my my nomination for the worst. Okay, I thought we were, are we picking the worst or the best? The, you, this is the this this is the award for the Whatever. worst. So you're choosing the worst. The worst of the, the worst. worst. Oh, so the okay. One that should win. So, <laughs> oh, I'm so confused. Do you want us to pick the one we like the most, or the one that we think is the worst? You think the worst. Which okay. one do you think is the worst? Okay. The winner. This is about bad writing. And this Bad. one, what was this one? That, what was that one called? That one was called "Connect" by Julian Goud. Gotcha. Oh, oh yes. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. That was number three. Here's number four: "Killing Commentore" by Haruki Murakami. I've read this book. You have? I have this. I don't have this book. I have okay. read this book. Okay. Okay. You're I love it. Murakami. Okay. Oh, my oh, ejaculation. No. <laughs> was violent and repeated. Again and again, semen poured from me, overflowing her vagina, turning yep. the sheet sticky. Mm -hmm. There was nothing I could do to make it stop. 
If it continued, I worried I would be completely emptied out. Yuzo slept deeply through it all, without making a sound, her breathing even. Her sex, though, had contracted around mine and would not let go, as if it had an unshakable will of its own and was determined to wring out every last drop from my body. This sounds and very Japanese, yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Kismet by Luke Tredgett. She shuffles her head closer to his cock, close enough to smell her own residue, and then takes it in her mouth with the vague idea of cleaning it. Jeff mirrors this gesture by burying his head between her legs. Oh. It's the G-E-O-F-F, -F, so it's not, <laughs> it's not my name. <laughs> All right, continue. Nice try, Jeff. Just because you changed your name doesn't mean anything. Continuing. Gradually, she can feel his cock pumping up with blood, one pulse at a time, until it is long and hard, filling her wide open mouth. They stay in this position for a long time, Anna sucking and slurping with the same lazy persistence you'd use on a gobstalker or a stick of rock. Eventually, she uses what? her sense of context altogether. No, no, no. It's going to get more fucked up. Okay. Of what she is doing or who she is with or where they are and becomes an empty vessel for what it feels like disembodied consciousness. She looks at the window and wonders how the glass feels encased within its wooden frame. What the shaggy clouds feel like being blown across the sky. What if, and what if, what the walls felt like being splattered and smeared with wet paint. End paragraph. You completely <laughs> lost me. <laughs> That's what it was written. I am reading it word for word. Uh, All right, Kismet, K-I-S-M-E-T by Luke Tredgett. All right, we got two more. Oh, number, <laughs> number six, Grace's Day by William Wall. He is almost weightless. When he enters me, it hurts, and my pain belongs to the subterranean world, primitive as the clay. His body is slacker than I expected. A small paunch begins at his waist and settles in a downward parabola to his groin. His pubic hair is red. His erect penis is a surprise, although I had imagined what they would feel like, read about them, seen them represented on toilet walls and magazines. I'm taking my what? headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it before he entered me. But afterwards, it is small and sticky and amusing. I want to touch it, but I don't dare. I don't know the etiquette. He is twenty or more, twenty or more years older than me. No, this oh. is sex. No big deal. <laughs> this is sex. <laughs> this is the last one, Philip. Stay with me. Wait, Dad, right. what was that one called again? That was Grace's Day by William Wall. Grace's, Grace's very bad day. Okay, gotcha. She had a great right. day. Yeah. <laughs> the Paper Lovers by Gerard Woodward. Last one of the nominations for the 2018. I couldn't find the two, 2019s, but we'll, we'll take the 2018 nominations. All right, here we go. He was aware that she was making a mewling sound. M-E-W-L-I-N-G. That's how it's spelled. <laughs> she was meowing? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> as she put, as he put his lips to her tightened nippled and sucked, her mouth was at his ear, her tongue traveling along its grooves, voice filling it. His mouth tugged at hers, extended her, and she snapped back. There was a taste of something on his tongue. In his mind, he pictured, pictured her neck, her long neck, her swan's neck, her mm -hmm. Alice in Wonderland neck coiling <laughs> like a serpent, like a mm. serpent coiling down on him. She had found a way through his clothing, and her fingers lightly touched his cock, then slowly began to take a firmer hold. He wanted to cry like a baby. He felt oh. helpless, as though his body had become undone, and she was fastening it. Fastening it. She felt as though he was bleeding somewhere. Then he felt powerful, gigantic. He would have kicked the door down. <laughs> I just... <laughs> the Paper Lovers by Gerard Woodward. Okay. All right. So out of all those, I'm going to oh start with Brian. God. Brian, do you have a list to tell me? Wait, wait. Give us, give us a quick... Um, you like, want a quick two, rundown? Two or three, two or three yeah. word 
Remind you. Okay, ahead, that's, that's that's what I did. Hold on. Go ahead and reread okay. re everyone. All right. So we have the. Okay, so we have Scoundrels, which is the one where her vaginal ratchet moved. The peppermill, like, yes. And the peppermill and the boa constrictor swallowing. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, we had okay. Katerina, which was just come inside me, come inside me. One white <laughs> god, come, come, come. I let my breath out. <laughs> Then we have the connect, and then there's the this is once the uh, Oedipus complex one where he's like he's never done this before, but yes, he's been totally familiar. Uh, it's the first thing he did. Yes, when sucking on a hard nipple. Killing <laughs> Commodore was my ejaculation was violent and repeated. Uh, you know, uh, if it, if it continued, I worried I would be completely emptied out. <laughs> she slept through it all. <laughs> Yuzu slept oh, yes. through it all. That's killing Com uh, Commodore. Uh, and then Kismet is she shuffled his head closer to his cock. She was sucking it and slurping it. Yeah, at thinking the same about the glass. Play, okay. Yeah, yeah, thinking about the glass. Grace's day is uh, oh, yeah, he enters me. My, he enters. No, no, no. This one's the yeah. Oh yeah, he's twenty years older than me. He has a small penis. His pubic rear is head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I want to touch it, but I don't dare. I don't know the other kid. Right. And then uh, the paper lovers is the one where her neck, her swan's neck, and that coils like a serpent. Ah. And then he feels like he's bleeding somewhere, and then he feels powerful. <laughs> and he would kick your door down. There you go. All right. Brian, he called so, you first. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, okay, um, you can do your general impression of what you feel. What? How did that make you feel, all those things? All those <laughs> How did that make you feel? Tell me first that. Confused, I guess. <laughs> Good. I, I like spent it. most most of the time, most of it, just kind of trying to figure out what what they were describing, <laughs> even though I kind of already knew what they were describing. <laughs> Here, let me quickly run down my like okay. this tiny like like small uh one two word list of my summary summary of them. Okay, go ahead. So for scoundrels, I have peppermint. <laughs> for for Katarina, Katarina, I have God. Mm -hmm. uh, connect, white god, uh, white god, <laughs> one white god. <laughs> connect. I have breastfeeding and rocket. Uh, <laughs> Murakami. I have sleeping sex. Yeah. Uh, Kismet. I have like stick and rock and confusing. And then I have <laughs> Grace's day. I have parabolic <clears throat> and this is sex. And for <laughs> paper lovers, I have kick the door down. <laughs> okay. All right. So I guess, do you want me to name which one I think is yeah, the worst? Yeah, just do top three. How about that? Do, okay, top do your three. top three. Top th three worst ones that resonated within you as revolting <laughs> oh, or bad literature. It just, it's not the way. Not, you know, it just felt wrong. Go ahead. Okay, so when you ask me what is bad literature, it's yeah. It, my definition of bad, of bad literature is it fails to elicit any kind of feeling. So um, uh, it's okay. That that can be your definition. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, let's see. Um, number three. Which one of these? Um, I'm gonna. You don't go have to with... give a particular order. I, I as well. Okay. So sure. You can just throw. Actually, hey, top three. There in no particular order. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. my top three are actually the last three, which I'm not sure okay. is coincidental or not, because maybe I was just worn out trying to listen to these. Yeah. Things. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, so I I didn't like Kismet, Grace's Day, or Paper Lovers. Okay. It, they felt like they were difficult to follow, and mm -hmm. um, they felt like they didn't really like pertain to to erotica at all i don't know it's like maybe it was supposed to feel that way maybe like the the characters are supposed to be kind of bored and like maybe in races day she's talk, <laughs> talking about the window the whole time yeah something. yeah yeah yeah. i don't know i'll get but... you that book brian no problem <laughs> <laughs> Philip, you know you have no idea how happy it is that I, you mentioned that you uh have read one of these that this makes me so happy listen um murakami <laughs> is a japanese author so all of these books are translated um, okay so they all kind of have that stiff uh, kind of feel uh, okay stiff okay sorry and so <laughs> um no so it's not yeah. murakami's fault 
It's who's it, ever the translation's fault, it's, right? It's both their faults. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, Brian. Continue. Um, what was I continuing about? Uh, just uh, why, what, what, why those three? So the okay. you're talking about how they they didn't elicit a feeling when they're talking about you know looking at a window or you know whatever. Yeah, and I, I think they, and in general, it's just they they were the most confusing ones is in ah. my mind. Mm. Is that uh, so? They're poor. Yeah. Not only are they bad literature, it's also poorly written, as in it doesn't communicate the idea across, which is important in literature. If you can't communicate your <clears throat> idea, right? Yeah, it's not very good. So. All right, Christine, what about you? Top three. Uh, I didn't, top three worst. I, oh, God, do I have to pick a top th three? Jesus the top Christ. three is your worst three, right? Yeah, yeah worst three. The, okay. Like the, the ones, the ones the I just like the most. Yeah. The horrible ones. Um, so I know Brian was saying that his are more the ones that don't make any sense, I suppose. Very confusing. Mine would be more, my criteria would be more, like, what are they... Do they and what are they intending? If they're intending to write a love scene and it's for it to be or erotic scene for it to elicit those types of feelings, I instead I come off with horror and disgust. Then no, <laughs> it's not going to work out. And I think those are really bad. And honestly, the first one was probably the worst one for me because of the whole description of the <laughs> vagina as a pepper mill and very random ass things that are just like to have you had sex before i don't know and if you did dear god what did you have sex with so, a pepper mill <laughs> a boa constrictor with a oh god so that was by far the worst one i don't know if it's because it's first and the imagery hit me pretty hard and then i guess the other one um <clears throat> i don't know and some of the other ones, like maybe they were trying to elicit feelings of confusion and just meh, because you know sometimes mm -hmm. that could be what happens. So I'm not going to give you a top three. Sorry, Jeff. Just okay, that so that, that was the worst was, one. Okay, that's fine. It was, it, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, all right, Philip, hit me. Okay, so I'm partial to Murakami. I think it's it's not in context. It makes sense. It is still a okay. bad, badly written. Badly written slash badly translated uh, okay. sex scene. Okay. Um, he doesn't he doesn't often go into detail with. So his sex scenes are usually like really um, stark. He just kind of explains what's happening, mm -hmm. um, and then he gets oh. on with it. Um, so yeah, but he's not even in my the worst three. So he's not in the worst three. I actually think uh, I'm with Christine. Scoundrels is garbage. Um, <laughs> this author was like. Um, how do I set myself apart from other sex scenes? I'm just gonna yeah. use all this random similes that yes. evoke that um evoke emotion um <sighs> in the most basest manner. Yeah. It's not it's like I just want someone to notice it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he or she, whatever, uh they wrote they wrote that for shock value. Um garbage. Mm -hmm. Um <clears throat> Kismet um was not good. Uh, like the same reason that Brian said, um, and then paper lovers is was also just not was oh man I think I need to listen to it again or read the book <laughs> yeah um, but the part that you read was just all over the place yeah know, yeah 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 <laughs> I don't know whose headspace the author was writing in I don't know which character I don't know if he's writing as an omniscient. Mm -hmm third person or something but when you pick a perspective a point of view you got to stick to it mm -hmm. and that one was just no it's just everywhere <laughs> and, and i want to go against the green i do want to say i think grace's day was really good i think it was good um <laughs> this i thought I grace's think, day was like the, the emotion he the author wanted they got it yeah because it was just yeah. like the this, hell <laughs> yeah i feel like i mean i'd have to read the i'd have to read the book and see t context but the 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 uh, the protagonist or the the main character of that passage mm -hmm. she it's i thought it was really cool to get into her headspace about her naivete and mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. kind of like her doe-eyed you know ness of what the situation she was into was in yeah. uh, and so i actually thought that was that's a book i might read i don't know <laughs> <laughs> just to find out what the hell is going on yeah yeah how is she why is she in this situation of this 20 year old ginger with a small penis so you yeah, know. yeah yeah 
you know, thinking back on it now, I, uh, the, I have the word parabolic written down. And, oh, okay. You know, oh, oh, I yeah. think she does use the words that like are like super technical for because I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say here. I feel um, yeah, she could be like a scientist kind of uh, in, intellectual person like, who kind of is curious about this kind of you know different like, kind of emotional I, side of human beings. Yeah, like the 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 words are chosen. <laughs> purposefully to yeah. characterize the 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 speaker or yeah. headspace or whatever you want to call it and parabolic ball <laughs> oh god all right jeff where are we going with this particular okay, okay. Subject? all right so as, as much as it thrills me to talk about <laughs> sex with my brothers thanks for that and yeah, your this husband is this is very educational <laughs> They were an educational podcast, Christine. We need to learn as well. Not just teens. teens, if you're teen, if you're a teen and you're listening to this, stop. <laughs> we should have had a parental warning way. Yeah, explicit content. Parabolic content. <laughs> so 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 my my worst one is I as I said before, I didn't like connect because he 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 goes in goes into the to writing it and he it's it's okay in the beginning then he hits an oedipus complex and then he hits a metaphor with the rockets i'm like oh my god <laughs> yeah that is very it, it's very jarring yeah. jarring when you're like okay this yeah, is where this is going <laughs> so that was my worst one and i and i too you know thought scoundrels was absolute absolute horrid and then i also did not uh i guess my 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 last one would be uh the uh the katarina it's just all over the place i i know it's stream of consciousness but um uh i don't know yeah so which was which was the one with the white god again that's that's a katarina okay katarina i thought it had a a a flow to it i liked I didn't like the words you were saying, but I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. There's a stream of consciousness, and you can do it well. It's just they didn't do it well. Yeah, I felt the urgent. <laughs> I felt the urgency of the, yeah. of the of the of the character and the scene, but it's just stop. I just and, like yeah, the sprinkling yeah. of. I just like the sprinkling of the word God in it. Yeah, he's like it's like um 2001 Space Odyssey or something. Yeah. He's like looking into the universe's eye, and seeing God. <laughs> my god it's full of penis <laughs> and so what are we saying <laughs> Sorry. so yeah so so anyways I, I i like i love reading so so this comes as a personal thing i love reading bad fan fiction <laughs> oh, it's so it's so it's so fun for me it's like a guilty pleasure just to see because it's it, it, it's entertaining for me just to see like you know how bad people can oh, you know, mess up you know it's 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 awesome i'm not reading it right because i i i've almost never read erotica in in my life mm-hmm. unless it's for inter- pure entertainment value um so we don't have to talk about our our, our personal habits i don't want to get into that no please but <laughs> but i do want to talk about um, kind of a segue into uh, of talking about what makes these sort of things, examining what makes something good art, good literature, good erotica, good writing, and what makes it bad. And is there a difference between something that is entertaining, something that is, and something that's not art, but it's still entertaining? Because I feel like when I, you know, I'm not, a, I'm, not, you know, I'm a scientist, and I'm not someone who, like, you know, you, Philip, who has dabbled in literature and analyzed this stuff. So I'm very much a lowbrow sort of kind of guy when it comes. To, <laughs> I think comes I'm to more lowbrow stuff. than you. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, right, Brian. So, and Brian's yeah, an engineer. I don't think that's true. <laughs> so I want to talk about like what makes good literature and why is sometimes bad literature really entertaining? That's, so, a, good, that's a good point. So, so I want to talk, since I know you've probably thought about this a lot, 
I want to throw this mm. this question to Brian. So for for you, in reflecting back on this erotica, even though it was bad for me, it was entertaining. I don't know if it was for you. You found it. It was entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why they have this award. You know, it's 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 beautiful. <laughs> in, in a certain sense. Um, but for you, what is what is the difference between entertainment and art? And how can one be one or the other? And how do you make something into both? So what what would be your so first part of the question? What is what is what makes something entertaining? A piece of art or literature entertaining? That's my first question. Uh, hmm. Let's see what makes piece of art entertaining. Uh, how, about how about I'll switch? I'll move to Christine. I'll let you think about oh, it. Man, come on, Jeff. Christine. <laughs> what? This is your how, did what, you see what the is question. Entertaining? What, what makes yeah. What makes it entertaining? Yes. I it's that's a subjective question. That's, that's the thing. That's the that's the beauty. I don't I it it is a there's no right or wrong answer. Yes. Well, I am opposite of you, which is why it's difficult <laughs> for me to watch movies with you, among other issues that we have together when we watch movies. Mm -hmm. But it's mostly like I, I don't usually watch something that's so bad. Like if I happen to be watching it, I'll be like, oh, my God, this is hilarious because they mm -hmm. try so hard and it's, it doesn't work and things like that. But that, I don't go searching for it like you do. Mm -hmm. And um, if it's in particular with fan fiction, if it's something in an established world, it hurts me more. <laughs> I don't, I don't enjoy seeing it trampled upon. Um, I don't hold it sacred or anything. I just feel like, you know, it could do so much with particular uh, stories and, and world building. And, you know, I, I read it for certain other things, but if you're talking about like art or music or, you know, any other art form, it's such a subjective thing. It's like, it has to make you feel something for sure. I think that that counts for a lot. Whether entertaining can be just that definition holding your attention, or it could be, you know, evoking a particular, you know, emotion that the creator wanted you to feel. <clears throat> that is one, that's another goal altogether. And if you're talking about entertaining as in something that you enjoy and you watch again and again, I don't know. I I would I would prefer it, movies that I think are that are really good that have evoked an emotion from me that is sticks out in my mind. Like some of them, I I don't want to watch again because you won't feel the same. So can you guys still hear me? Uh oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We can. Okay. Mm -hmm. You were just <laughs> so, talking so well, so we were listening. So so to 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 bounce bounce off that idea as you're talking about mm. this. So what makes a film? art a book good for, good for you because we always you know even among ourselves and our friends we always talk about you know did mm. you go see that movie it was really good ah like, I think, what does mm. what does that mean to what does that mean to you that means to me it has to have a cerebral sense of a for a movie for it has to have an amalgamation of you know the film score and the direction um the characters like i want a complete package of where i wasn't pulled out of the movie as much as like this is a good movie it's like a feast for my eyes for my ears for my brain i think it's the cerebral part is connected in that like if you can appreciate how much work went into a film and be entertained or overwhelmed so or the, so 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 the boily what you're saying is if the elements of are good if the if the 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 writing elements is come good together. the elements come together they're all excellent as well then then that's what that would be why that's i would one. recommend a movie okay. to somebody and say like oh you have to go see this but like if it you know if it's like a superhero movie that i really enjoyed or something i'm like yeah i really enjoyed it but you know if you don't want to go see it i'm not gonna be offended <laughs> right that kind of thing I, I think what yeah and i think picking up yeah. on what christine said um people tend to things that they enjoy when they recommend it to other people, when they talk about it, they tend to say, um, this movie is great and stuff. Instead of saying, I like this movie because, mm -hmm. um, and 
because the second thing to say when you say I like this movie because it it requires critical thinking and kind of um <clears throat> and which is fine I mean like but most people when they're just in passing um small talk with like a coworker or something they'll mm-hmm. say this movie uh is great and instead of and they don't have the time or the wherewithal to really think about mm-hmm. what why it's great or why they like it instead of saying um instead of <clears throat> presenting your opinion um you say it, you state it as fact and um i think that's an important distinction i it it's really it's very it's not difficult i don't want to say it's just um i don't want to say like people don't think critically but in this day and age people don't think critically and it's really annoying because on on like the internet and like twitter and stuff like that and you just say what's on your mind without thinking about what the best way to say it is and Mm. um yeah so people tend to say when you say this movie is good and this other person say no it wasn't you feel kind of like they attacked you because even though you said this movie is good like it's an objective fact and they say that they didn't like it i mean that it wasn't good you feel attacked because what you were thinking when you said this movie is good you were saying i like this movie yeah, and I mm-hmm. resonated with this movie. So when someone mm. detracts from it, you feel like you're being attacked. Yeah, yeah. So. right, right. And that's um, you know, and I think that's that that comes to the point of what. Whenever I talk with someone, I try to figure out what they're saying is good because if people aren't thinking about the. You know, there's there's different levels of appreciation for the movie, as Christine say, was saying. You know, there's the elements, the score, or even in a book, how the characters come together. If we want to just break yeah. break it down, talk about, you know, what makes a good story. You know, is there a twist? Is there a proper buildup? Are the characters acting within how they've been established, or have they shown growth? I think that's a very basic appreciation. Whereas if you have something that's actual true literature, it forces you to think about it's not about the novel and how it's put together as as much as it is about forcing the reader to reflect and to actually think critically about what the book is trying to say. That's a I think, good point. I think that's there, there there's definitely because when you look at you know what English teachers like and what's popular um, on the New York Times best-selling list, it's, it can be very opposite of what is <laughs> of what is good art and good 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 and good entertainment. So, um, so so one thing I want to kind of do is maybe run through some popular book series as well, and I just want to get your guys' quick opinion on Are what you think. What you think, okay, so I'm going on my categories because that's my definition on whether it is good entertainment, it is good art, and whether it is both. Or whether it is both. Okay? Okay. So wait, so you're saying <laughs> so you're separating the definition uh, the definition of yes. art and entertainment. Okay. Yes. Okay. Entertainment All and right. the definition and uh you can leave out whether it is um I guess if it's structurally sound, then it's gonna be entertaining if they have good characters all those elements um assume it's like you know entertaining that goes under that definition how about that can we can we agree to that definition what was the entertaining yeah if it's entertaining it it has good character you know a good backbone of a story characters and elements that make up of a a story uh, I and don't know if I can arts? agree with that. Okay. Because there's a lot of garbage that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I knew um, this is going to come out. Okay, maybe. Okay, I won't include that definition. All right, I'll just leave it. I, I won't even... How about this? We'll do the art. It Entertaining is whatever you feel it is. Okay. And then art is whatever you feel it is. It's your own definition. Okay. 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 All right. All right. So let me, let me bring up my... Choices? Yes, I I will give you ch- I, I will give you choices. Let me bring up my my uh, Excel spreadsheet. Sorry, I, I accidentally closed it. But um, but yeah. So Brian, okay, Brian, what do you think? We'll go with one of the most popular series 
in the current age, Harry Potter. Entertainment, art, or both? I'm going to go with entertainment. Okay. Christine, what do you think? Samesies. Entertainment. Samesies. It's entertaining. Okay. Mm-hmm. Philip? Both. Both. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Um, Listen. <laughs> Real quick. All right. You want to discuss? Discuss it. Go ahead and discuss I do. it. I do want to discuss it. Um, okay. Okay. For me, my definition of art is communication. If something successfully communicates feeling or a message or a lesson, anything, then it's art. If a song resonates in someone's ears and makes them feel a certain way, even if it's entertainment or if it's disgust or I hate this song, it's still art. And if a movie, if you relate with a character in a movie, then it successfully communicated something to you. It's art. And that's that's my definition of it. It doesn't have to be timeless or universal. If it hits, if it connects one person with one person, then it's art. It's that's my definition of it. So both for Harry Potter, because countless people have um, grown up with Harry. They wanted to be him. Um, they've, you know, it's the hero's journey kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I think it's art and entertainment. All right. What about Lord of the Rings? Start with Brian again. Yeah, Brian, hit me. Uh, Both? Both. (laughs) Christine. Oh, God. Um... Pass. You cannot pass. <laughs> no passing. You can say no. neither as well if you really want to. But then no, I think it's fairly so. entertaining. <laughs> what what gets me is like I I don't know if I can go into Philip's uh, definition of what art is because yeah no no do it by your own definition go by your own my... definition huh <laughs> no my definition of art is timelessness. And as entertaining as I feel Harry Potter is, um, it doesn't have, it's, it's popular and it, it has remained popular because of the, um, you know, more movies and where people who love it pass it down to generations and things like that. But, you know. Right. When people die, will I, still, will people yeah, who like, like it now, will they die? People will who still like it, it, when they all die, will they, will they still pick it up and be like, oh yeah, we got to put this into our school and color curriculum kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. So, but with Lord of the Rings and, you know, that's a British thing, but he, Tolkien was really trying to make a mythology for, for Britain. I like that he has such extensive world building with it, but again, it is world building. You know, it's, you're going to have to dig or like have someone who really enjoys it to kind of relate it to, you know, human life right now and history and things like that. And I'm, I'm sure people out there is going to, are, they can argue with me. I'm not that, that diehard of a yeah. Lord Rings fan. So no, I'm just going to say entertaining then by what I just mumbled to myself. So yeah, <laughs> move on. All right. Philip. Um, before I answer, I would do want to add a small addendum to my art definition. <laughs> okay. um, nothing changes except I do, I do, see an obvious distinction between good art and bad art um if art communicates um like feelings of like happiness not just happiness but like actualization and fulfillment and like intellectually stimulates you that's good art um bad art would be like oh this is stupid this is garbage this is dumb i don't agree with this that's still art it's communication uh, in the Mm. form of art but it's baser it's not as I don't know how the words to say, I don't really know what to describe it. It's a lesser form of art, I guess. That makes if that makes it's bad art. I don't know. It's it's a failed graduate student or a, you yeah. know <laughs> art students project that you know yeah that if failed to resonate with the majority of the people. You know, if it's only understood by a couple of people, is that good art? Yeah, it's about 
it's not just about numbers, but also, mm-hmm. but like the, just the, the type of emotion that it elicits in people, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. Um, but Lord of the Rings, um, entertaining. Yes. Entertainment. Yes. Art. Yes. Um, but I would say that, um, it's, it comes down to personal preference, subjectivity, kind of what when you're gauging good art and bad art in my opinion um i don't want to say it's better than harry potter but i like it more than harry potter i like it more than harry potter which is weird for me to say because i really like harry potter yeah (laughs) yeah i like it more than harry potter too so why does this pattern why do we think that why do we all think that it's better than harry potter that's a good point why do we think i mean you know it's a story, it's a world, you know, the world was almost set out when uh, how, you know, Tolkien wrote this. He had a whole world already behind it, and he had a whole philosophy, a whole creation story, whereas, you know, Harry Potter is just written in the normal world that she kind of adds to it, whereas, I don't know, maybe that's, maybe, maybe that's, uh, I don't know, this is the scientist talking, so go, yeah. go ahead, Philip. <laughs> For me, Lord of the Rings is better than Harry Potter because it has, for me, my opinion, a more immersive world. And I personally prefer high fantasy over um, Uh, modern kind of street fantasy, which is what Harry Potter is. And at the end of the day, Lord of the Rings, the movies, um, in this, in this, comparing the movie to movie, um, the Lord of the Rings movies are a perfect symphony of any every element that goes into making a movie, and that's the vision is so clear, and its themes are so universal yeah. and um, reson resonating compared to Harry Potter. It's Harry Potter is great, it's entertaining, and it's got all these things that Lord of the Rings has, in my opinion. It's got immersion, it's got themes and. Uh, stuff like that and things that make you feel good but they for me are just aren't as good i mean at the end of the day she's she's got the her character screaming um weird pig latin words as their spells and (laughs) and lord of the rings they have a whole language so it's when you compare the two when you put them on a scale it's just i don't think it's really it's not can, really a competition. Can I can I ask a question to everyone else? Um, yeah. Just adding to this, how important is creation to making good art? Uh, Do you need to create? Is novel creations important to making art? Is because when you create something new, that creates a new perspective of your viewers or listeners or readers to see something in a new way. Does that is that necessary for good art? I will say Are you no. talking about just literature and Liter- or literature? Film? I'm, I'm I know I'm very bro- being very broad, but you can you can attach it to whatever definition you want to. If you just want to speak to literature, just speak to literature. How important is creation? What about you? What 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 about you, Brian? What do you think? Wait, what do I think about what now? What do you think about that question? Is is creation important? Is novel creation. Yes. Yeah, novel creation. For art, yes. for art to exist. Well. Hmm. You have to create I about something. To, I was about to say yes, otherwise you're just making memes, but our memes are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What about um, something like um, the, the soup label can, though? Is that something creating something? What are you talking about? The painting. We'll the painting of oh. Andy Warhol. Warhol. Yeah, Andy Warhol's soup ah. apparently that's really great art it is <laughs> why because it communicates okay, so see i didn't i don't get anything from looking at that just by itself yeah well then yeah i mean it doesn't it's it doesn't entertain you but or it doesn't i don't understand anything it's just a soup can <laughs> it's not just a soup can it's the um google it brian it's like um what if I don't have Google? What if this this is nineteen sixty and I'm looking up or well, I don't Imagine know. Imagine a Campbell they... soup soup it can 60s, chicken chicken noodle soup and that's what he painted. It's it's quite realistic. 
but it's that's all the painting is and it's put up in in, in a nice art museum and you can view it and that is that is good art yeah and then people will walk yeah people will walk <laughs> in there and they'll look at it and it's like why is this in a museum my i could do this so or do could it. i yeah exactly it's like i supposing i had the skills to paint a, a can of soup what makes it different from that can of soup so so maybe that's why i'm something that i'm struggling with when i think about literature and good art and trying to trying to marry the two or trying to figure something out because that's what i am with a scientist of what my feelings are is it does good and and i remember we were talking about this right philip with previously was that you know people don't think and does art have to at least make that attempt to make someone think about it or that book has to make that attempt for some people because people's reaction isn't to think about something. Something sometimes most people just take things at face value. Mm-hmm. And does art have to invite people in? Maybe even subliminally, like stories tend to do. You know, they 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 catch our attention and then they bring us in, and then we're left fe- feeling something else. Does good stories have to do that, or can they just be entertaining? And they kind of, you know, that's what you know Stephen King's novels are, right? He even says himself they're not art; they're just entertaining novels, good good novels to read, but they don't necessarily say anything. So, as a huge fan of Stephen King, mm-hmm. um, I disagree with him. <laughs> but I agree. But I agree with what he's saying. And um, okay, if if art is communication, and that's how I define art. Mm-hmm. If art is communication, then it does not have to. Um, what did you say? It doesn't have to relate to something. It doesn't okay. have to speak or have a message. Okay. But if it's art, it's going to. Okay. Right? Even if the creator doesn't intend it to be, mm-hmm. to intend it to do something. Once it's written, once it's. Um, played on an instrument once it's mm-hmm. on a screen um it's out of the creator's hands mm. and when <clears throat> and beauty is in the eye of the beholder when someone someone's ears hear the song or someone's eyes go in front of the movie screen or the the book the page um the page in the book it's if they feel something from that then that's when it's art And whether or not it's, whether or not it's good or not is up to the person and up to the universality of it, the timelessness of it, um, and the emotions that it elicits. That's what that's what to me um, measures how much how good art is. Um, but if it has said if it says something to someone, then it's art, in my definition. So broad a definition, Philip. Yeah, well, well, the art's a broad thing. It's yep. You, know. you walk outside, yeah. you look in, you look into the starry sky. No one made that. Well, I guess someone did. The universe made it, <laughs> but but it's art. It's there. It says what? What's it say to you? It says it, the starry sky is saying how small you are and how alone you are. <clears throat> and just in that moment, it's not physical. It's not something you've written down or taken a picture of, but it's there. It exists, and it's art. And it said something to you. So what I'm getting from that, Philip, mm-hmm. is that the emotion that is evoked should be an out-of-body type feeling. And an an emotion of enormity, of, of something that is either life-changing or takes you out of yourself and kind of makes you realize where you are in the world. Yes. Would you would quantify be... that, qualify it that way? I would. I would qualify that as good art. Yeah, if okay. this art, if this if this picture of a bunch of soup cans, Brian looks at it and is like, "This is, this doesn't mean anything to me, right? It's mm-hmm. not. I'm not gonna say it's not. It's art, but it's doesn't communicate. It goes into it doesn't communicate anything to him, but it communicates things to other people and a lot of people. And right. for me, it communicates, you know, sameness, like like the way the suburbs can are communicate." Mm. Everyone is the same, little boxes. We're all just all on the same kind of thing. It's about 
modern is it modern era commercialization all that stuff but if you don't get that then that's a fail that's not a failure on your part it's a failure on the art on the art and so right. say so say brian get, doesn't get it but us me you and jeff get it you kind of get feelings of whatever it's supposed to elicit then that's three out of four i would say that's pretty good art okay i just wanted to qualify because now i'm thinking back to our lovely guy the vagina pepper mill and i'm like <laughs> that evoked feelings to me yeah that didn't evoke the feelings that the author wanted so right <laughs> yeah it's, it's and not... i hope to god he's not trying to get something about our place in the universe from that one he's trying to get he's trying to get what was the art what was the award jeff the bad sex yeah, well... uh in literature award what was his name let me check his name was so. This is two authors: Major Victor Cornwall and Major Arthur Saint John Trevellan. I feel I'll like those are pen names. Wait, they're both names are major. Yes, I feel like those are pen names though. Those oh, are probably okay. Pen names. Well, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, because they I'm... knew they were writing crap. So it's what sorry. sounds what sounds cooler, like Christine Rolfes, author of blah, blah blah, or Major Cornwall, winner of the 2018 <laughs> Bad Erotic <laughs> Fiction? Comma, yeah. you know? Look at that resume. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yes, now so, yeah. I, I agree more with you now. Anyway, okay, Jeff. So, 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 so yeah, sorry, I just wanted to. Back there. I know we're. Uh, I'm trying to bring it in because we're at the hour mark. So, okay. um, yeah. So I just wanted to talk about this and get what you guys think because, like Philip said, like you know, uh, people don't like to think about things, and I, I, I want to think about things and be a better, I guess purveyor of what is good what is bad what are the elements of a story and i just don't want to i guess stop take something at face value with movies or books or or all these things um so yeah it's good to hear other people's opinions and what what they think art is so i can hopefully you know, when I'm talking with you guys about what is good and what is bad with art, I know what you what your opinion is on what is good and what is bad, so I can be better a better communicator. So, mm -hmm. what about you? So, so Brian, so we've heard Philip's opinion about what art is, and we've kind of heard Christine's. So, Brian, you're the last one. What do you think about what is what is what is good art? Do you concur or do you have caveats? Okay. Uh, I think I kind of want to concur a little with Philip. Um, like, I don't know. Hold on. There's no um, shame in it, Brian. Just agree with me and all things. That's <laughs> <laughs> what. Okay. Hold on. Fire is the best band in the world. If you want, you can. Has to like. You can just be like, I don't really, I'm thinking about it. I can't state my opinion right now, but thank you, Jeffrey, for the food for thought. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, this is art. You don't have like, to have an answer. I don't, yeah, it's, a, it's food. It's, yeah. like, it's like food. Like, He's pulled out of the fridge and you just yeah. don't want it. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. Just, I'll just say this. I like what Philip is saying, but I still think that his definition is way too general. Okay. It's like you cannot separate anything with that definition. Is everything art? Is nothing art? That's yeah. the engineer and scientist in you saying. Oh. Yeah. The, the thing is, I feel like, you know, as as fellow engineer slash scientist, um, I feel like I'm, you know, it's like walking into the quantum realm. Like the rules don't apply here. Like definitions are more yeah. fluid. And I'm afraid to do that, although I want to do the same thing as you. I want to have a solid definition of art. And like this person, like I have to let go of that when you're entering that realm. You have to enter this realm of everything. Things are fluid. And even in science, that's what, you know, science states. Even space time is relative, right? So we should get with the program and just accept it. <laughs> A reference, I never did very well in the later physics classes <laughs> uh neither did i brian can i can i ask you brian um caveman paintings is that art to you mm. like i don't have i don't have an answer really i just wanted to know what your opinion is 
Because that's mm-hmm. my base. That's my basis. My that's my basis for art as communication. Um, mm-hmm. It. I think it's art, and I think that they drew it for to communicate something. Because I don't so, think I don't know if cavemen were ever bored. I think I feel like they were always working towards survival. Survival. So <laughs> why would they, you know, be like, "Oh, I'm bored this Sunday okay. afternoon. I'm just going to draw." Okay. Okay. Last specific question for me, Philip. What if what if Cayman weren't drawing art? They were drawing like a map, and they're like, "Oh, giraffes are here. Go here, right?" Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. still art then? Even if you don't interpret it as a map. Yes. Okay. All right. Good. That's what I thought your answer would be. Yeah. What if they were writing? No. No. No more. No more. We're closing <laughs> the fridge. Oh, okay, wait. Don't wait. Wait. Before we close the fridge, Jeff, can I? Okay. A, way, okay, a good go way to a good way to end this. Oh yeah. So, do you want to read Detention with Dolores for us? Oh god. Oh, god. No. No. Okay, fine. No, not 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 today. I think that's another fridge. <laughs> Save that Please. for another day. We'll put that we'll shove it back in the freezer. Okay, we'll put it in the freezer. We'll come back to that because I have Oh my gosh. I have multiple Harry There's multiple no, Harry Jeff. that we did not cover. The Harry fan that's fiction. So... Harry uh, which fan is fiction. bad, and I love it. And I, Brian. We should have I have done, multiple, done one. and I've shown them to Christine, and she's been revolted. And yeah, she has them all every bookmarked. single <laughs> time. She has Jeff, them bookmarked. You're... No, you know what? I have combed through many, many bad fan fiction, and I just like want to puke in my mouth every time Jeff shows me any of his picks, and I'm like, where the <laughs> fuck did you find this shit? And why would you show this to me? And he just he just does it so he can see my face. I, I swear. To God. And that is art to me. Uh, <laughs> I hate you so much. That I was hate bad. You. That, see, that's bad art right there. Right there. Remember when? Do you remember when Jeff said that Christine's nose looked like God just sh- smushed it or something? Do you remember that? It's not by far not the worst thing he's ever said about my face. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Mm. He you. he probably he remembers it. It's very funny too. Yeah, we're all related, Philip. Get over that. God does, God no, the worst thing. <laughs> I'm not going to air it. I'm not going to say anything about the many, many horrible things that Jeff has told me through our married life and pre-married life. So not on the podcast. I'll tell you later. Isn't that like when you get married, you have permission to say whatever you want? Uh, Yeah, but I can still punch him whenever I want, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, so, mm, you know. Do that I just want to say, most of the time, I'm saying it to get a rise out of her. <laughs> uh, Jeff's a troll. <laughs> yeah. He's also a masochist, if that's really true. And I just... Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Life if is ever... too short to go through peacefully. Let's put it that way. There needs to be tension in everything. At least some. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was about spicy. to vehemently disagree. <laughs> <laughs> or rather, there has to be uh, a lot of tension. Politely disagree some, some. because I don't want the tension of vehemently disagreeing. <laughs> Brian is so. the expert drama avoider. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you learn that as in a part of our family, Brian? Or uh, our well, even, family, maybe? Well, even when you avoid drama, there is still tension even when you avoid it. Because if you don't resolve that conflict, there is still tension in in the relationship, even when it's avoided or unsaid. I'm just saying, but that's what, if we were going there, I'm trying to have got... my theory of tension. So. That's fine. I just think that we are going off on a different um, psychological yes, we, are. we need, we need to close the fridge. Let's Fridges close the fridge. <laughs> yeah. I'm so hungry. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back in this fridge and throw away most of what we just talked about. I need to scrub my brain after this. Thank you okay, so but much. Keep the pepper milk because we need that. Yeah. No, no. We we only talked about sex stuff for like twenty what is minutes. The pepper milk. Yeah. You know, it's the grinder thing. Oh, God. It's the grinder. Oh, That's I what I was thinking. Have, I just wanted to make sure yeah, that. Yeah, peppercorn, and you twist okay. it, and, it, okay. and, there's, and it grinds. Yep. Uh, 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 yeah. You know, the longer I look at it, the more, you know. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> this is like juvenile elementary, I want to sharpen your pencil kind of shit, okay? Like, Ooh, yeah. I can see. Okay. Jeff, did she use that line on you? <laughs> no. Yeah, I would have laughed my ass off if she did. Yeah. No. I'd be like, good one, and I'd probably high-five her. So. 
<laughs> no. She would never do that. Could, I can just imagine you guys in a at Capen in a classroom, and Christine's. You guys are taking a test, right? And it's everyone's really quiet. And Christine walks up to the front of the class to the pencil sharpener, and she puts the pencil in, and she slowly grinds it, and she looks back over her shoulder at you, and she's just slowly grinding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we're closing the fridge. It's closed. We've been trying to close. It's closed. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank yes, you for a fun topic. Out there. <laughs> it was. It's a it very was. interesting topic. Wasn't really sciencey. <laughs> I hope but... it was. I hope it was entertaining, and it was. I think it expanded think it was, people's mind. Yeah, I think it was sciencey so. on Jeff's part. I think he was gathering data yeah. on us. <laughs> so. Secretly, yes. mm. I'm gonna be very careful of birthday presents in the future. Okay, all right. Um, who's ending it? That's it. Jeff already said he closed the fridge, so yeah. so we can't talk about it. it anymore. Oh, Jeff. Yeah. Okay, so um, so next week is oh next week is me. Yep. Yeah. Um, my a little preview. I think I'm probably gonna do. I'm gonna title it the secret stash. You know the the little ice cream thing in the freezer, the stash of chocolate in your pantry, or that's not the fridge, but in the back of the fridge, maybe you like it that way, or alcohol. So diabetes and alcohol, people, very fun topic. Okay. I'm, All right. Do you store alcohol in the fridge? Some. Yeah. Depends on which one. We have beer in the fridge right now, Brian. Oh yeah. I don't know if it's the. Uh, it's probably just the episode that we. The topic we just talked about, but when Christine yet said your pantry, it's just weird. <laughs> oh God, see what I mean? We need like <laughs> all need like brain bleach right now. We can't yeah. do that. Everyone, yeah. Don't inject it. We need brain. What? Yeah, what's what is brain bleach? What's a good brain bleach? Oh my God, new episode of I Parks bleach. and Rec tomorrow. I I bleach. Wow. I'm gonna you watch I'm Parks and Rec. For... But... Oh, I bleach. Yeah. I'll be fine. We'll all be fine. We'll all be well-adjusted adults. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Keep your well-adjusted. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Um, if you want to tell us how you're never watch, never listening to another episode of this again <laughs> due to the explicit nature of this one, um, you can tweet us at WITF underscore podcast. Um, that's all for this week. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Um, everyone say bye. Bye. Bye.